0: We remain standing for the reading of the word of the Lord. Let's turn to the book of Exodus, chapter 2. Exodus, chapter 2. begin at verse 23 all right Exodus chapter 2 beginning at verse 23 and it came to pass in process of time. That the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage. They cried, and their cry came up unto God by reason of the bondage. And God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect unto them. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, just for a couple of minutes, I want to take from verse 24, and I want to minister on this thought, the God that remembers his promise. God that remembers his promises. Let's put down our Bibles. Let's lift up our hands and our voices. And let's call upon the name of the Lord. Dear God, we love you. We thank you, dear God, for being so good. We thank you, Lord, for being mindful of us. We thank you, Lord, for keeping us in mind, oh Lord. We love you this day, oh Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done, oh Lord. And how, Lord, you have protected on every side, dear Lord. And how, Lord, you have been Our healer, our deliverer, our way maker, our strong tower in the time of trouble. We love you, Jesus. There is none other like you, oh, Lord. And we we pledge, Lord, our loyalty to you this day, oh, God. Oh, Lord, we're here to glorify your name. We're here to call on you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for delivering. Thank you, Lord, for breaking every stronghold, every shackle, oh, God, and opening up the prison doors, oh, Lord. We give you all of the honor and we give you all of the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody say amen. You can be seated this morning. It cannot be said enough of how wonderful God is and how faithful he is i tell you, you'll find no other that is as faithful as God is. God is consistent. And if we look around this morning and if we would begin to really give thought to it, we will find out that God has been faithful to us this day. And it is a, it is a testament to the fact that God is mindful of us and that God's eye is always on us. And whether we believe it or not, God always has our well-being in mind. Understand this morning that there is a God that is concerned about us there is a god that is concerned about our salvation he is concerned about the salvation of our loved ones god is concerned about us more than we know and you'll find out that it is it is hard for people to believe that because We've had so many failures in life. We've had so many people that have promised so many things to us and have let us down. We've had people that have told us that we, that they would always be there, that they would never leave, they would never forsake us, only to get up and to walk out on us. We've had people that have told us that I love you. And you will find out that it doesn't take long to realize that it wasn't true love that they were expressing. I'm going to tell you something. True love sticks it out. Amen? True love is there when times are bad and when times are good. You'll find out that if It's just love in the good times, amen, and that when hard times come and that love evaporates, you'll find out that it wasn't real love. But how many know that God is love, amen? That is just who he is, amen? God doesn't have love. God is love, amen? And it's that love, amen, that God Sticks it out with us. Amen. It's the love that God has for us that causes God to remain faithful. That even when we are not at our best, amen, God is faithful. Even when we are not that loyal to him, amen, he remains loyal, amen. He's not a God, amen, that his love is based on conditions, amen, and what I mean by that is that people love you, amen, as long as you love them, amen. Or that people will do for you as long as you do for them. You scratch my back, I'll scratch your back, amen. You do this for me and I will do that, this for you. Their love or their commitment is based on conditions, amen. But God is faithful because that's just who he is, amen? That it don't matter, amen, if I, listen, am not faithful, amen, to God. God cannot be anything else other than who he is, and that is a faithful God, amen? Can I tell you something? I stand here this morning, and I am so glad that God is faithful. I am so glad that God loves me that much, amen, that even when I'm not at my best, amen, God is still moving on my behalf, amen. God is still supplying every last one of my needs. God is still waking me up. God is still keeping my heart beating. God is still keeping me in my right mind. I don't know about anybody else, but that's enough for me to come into the house of the Lord and lift up my hands and lift up my voice and get on my feet, amen, and let God know I thank you for allowing me to be here. I thank you, Lord, for keeping me, amen, while I was on my way here. I thank you for bringing me here safe and sound, Lord, and now that I'm here, God, I got a made-up mind. I'm going to bless your name. I got a made-up mind. I'm going to lift up my voice like a trump and I'm going to let it be known that God is great and God is great. Let be praise. I came with a praise this morning. Amen. I came to let it be known that God is good. God is good. You can be seated. And God holds to his promises. He keeps his promises. Scripture tells us that the promises of God, they are yea and amen. Scripture tells us that he is not slack concerning his promises. That if God said it, he will perform it. He will accomplish it. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about God. Amen. And what God's word says, if God said it, God will accomplish it. And you will find out that too many times we bring our life experiences, amen. And we put those life experiences in those failures and people that have let us down, amen. And we try to lump God into that category with everybody else, amen. But can I tell you this morning, we gotta take God out of that category, amen. And we gotta let it, we, we gotta just come to the understanding that God is the only one that is consistent, amen. God is the only one that is faithful. And when it really boils down to it is that God is all that I got, amen. He is the only one that I can lean on. He is the only one that I can trust. He is the only one that I can bank on. Every the word that he says is gonna come to pass. Understand that God is not like the person, amen, that turned their backs on me, amen. He's not like the one that betrayed you, amen. He's not like the parent, amen, that walked out on you and never to be heard from again. Can I tell you, this morning, though those things happen, amen, and they are real experiences in people's lives, he said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. Lord, always, I'll be with you. Can I tell you? You can grab a hold of that word and you can stand on that word and I uh, stand here this morning with the testimony amen that I was young and now I'm a little bit older, amen and can I tell you God is the only one amen that held it all together amen he kept me in my right mind he kept me in good health amen when the devil was coming at me on every side God was a shield about me and I just come to let it be known. He is faithful, amen. He holds to his word. When he says he will never leave, he will never leave. He will be there in the midst of your trouble and your trials. And so you'll find out that God had told Abraham, he said, listen, he said, your people They're gonna be in a certain place, certain land. He said, and they're gonna be there for a certain amount of time. He said, they're gonna be mistreated. They're gonna be done wrong. He said, but there will come a time that I will visit them. That I will deliver them. And I will bring them out of their hardship. I will bring them out of their trials. And you will find out that that time takes, happens where God's people find themselves down in Egypt. And originally they were brought to Egypt, amen, because of the famine that were in their land. And if they would have stayed there, they would have died. And so Joseph, amen. In the time that he was there and the king that was there in Joseph's days, Joseph had great favor. And so the king allowed Joseph to go and to get his people, amen, and to save them from that famine. And they dwelt in the land called, in a place called Goshen. And that's where they were. And so you'll find out that Joseph has passed and the king, that was in Joseph's days has passed. And there arose a new king, amen? And he saw how that God's people, amen, they were flourishing. They were multiplying. They were growing because God had already said that they would be a great nation and that they were growing, and that king did not like it, amen? They were outnumbering the Egyptians, amen? And that king said, you know what? We got to put a stop to this, And so he came up with an idea that we are going to enslave them. We are going to put them and cause them to bear hard labor, amen? And that they were in this and they were being enslaved and they were being mistreated and they were being beaten. All kinds of things you could possibly think of. And the Bible says that through the process of time that that king, amen, he died. And the people they were a little relief, amen, because of the bondage that they were under. And the Bible says that they begin, amen, out of desperation. They begin to cry out to God. They begin to call on the Lord's name. Can I remind us that calling on the Lord is the only way, amen? Can I tell you, sometimes you got to get desperate with it, amen? And you got to let God know, I need you and I need you right now, Lord. There's stuff going on, Lord, that I'm about to lose my mind. And I'm calling, Lord, out of desperation. I need you to visit my home. I need you to visit my family. I need you to visit my situation. Anybody got a made up mind that we're gonna call on the Lord? That I don't care how bad it gets, amen. I know that God is my only option, amen. And I know that God told me that if I, if I will call on Him, amen. If I will seek after Him and search after Him with my whole heart, that I here will can I tell you this morning, if I come in, amen, with a made of mind that it don't matter what nobody else is doing. It don't matter what nobody else is saying. I'm going to lift up my hands to the Lord. I'm going to lift up my voice to the Lord. And I'm going to get a hold of God. By the time I live here, I believe God is going to touch my heart. I believe God is going to minister to my soul. They cried out to him. They began to call on him. Because of their bondage, because of the fact that they were going through it, they were bound. They were slaves. They could not set themselves free. They could not break free on their own. That they were in bondage. Now, I'm going to tell you something. There are times that things has a hold on us, amen? There are times that because of things that people open themselves up to, amen, you'll find out that we live in a spiritual world, Amen. There are real devils, amen. I know people don't like to hear that, amen. But there are devils, amen. There are spiritual wickedness, amen, in high places, amen, that are in control of this world, amen. And I can never forget, amen, that this is not a physical battle that I'm in, amen, but that it's a spiritual battle, amen. And I got to have a made up mind. There's only one way to fight a devil, amen. And with the word of the Lord, that is down on my knees in prayer. You're to overcome a spirit. You're not going to overcome it with your logic. You're not going to overcome it with philosophy. You're not going to overcome it by a textbook. We overcome, Amen. When we begin to lift up our hands and lift up our voice and begin to call on the name of the Lord and let God fill us with the Holy Ghost. Can I remind? We need the Holy Ghost, amen. man, if we're going to overcome, if we're going to bring fear, if we're going to have that power. Amen. I need God's spirit. There are things that hold people captive. There are spirits that hold people bound. I said it before. People are bound by nicotine. People are bound by alcohol. Bound by pornography. Bounded by so many unclean things. Low self-esteem that causes people to lower their standards and morals in search for love. Can I tell you, nobody will love you the way that Jesus can. Nobody can wrap their arms around you and cause you to feel love the way that Jesus can. And you'll find out that He is faithful, amen? And here they are crying out to the Lord. And the Bible says that when God heard, amen, their groanings, amen? Understand that my prayers are not being wasted. Understand that my prayers are not in vain, amen? Somebody must understand and believe that God is hears you amen every time you go down on your knees and every time you begin amen to set your heart on the lord amen and begin to seek after the lord and begin to tell god everything that you have need of understand that god hears you somebody will say well I've been praying for years and I still haven't gotten my healing yet somebody will say I've been praying for years and my wayward son or my wayward daughter still haven't came home yet my response to you is to keep praying amen to keep knocking amen to keep calling on the name of the Lord because God hears you whether you believe it or not the Bible says that healing and his ears unto our prayers. I don't know about anybody else, but I believe that when I begin to lift up my voice and I begin to call on the Lord, I believe God hears every word. I believe I have God's attention. I believe that God's eyes is on me. I believe that God is mindful of every need that I have, and I believe God starts making a way, amen. I believe He starts moving some things out of the way on my behalf. Well, I've been praying for a long time. I've been seeking after the Lord about a certain thing, and my answer still hasn't come. My family's still lost. My finances are still messed up. You say pray, but I've been praying for a while now. And I haven't gotten an answer from God. Don't God see what I'm going through? Don't God see this sickness is about to take my life? Where is it? You'll find out that it's in those times that people think that God doesn't hear them. That God is not mindful of them. That God doesn't know what they're going through. That God doesn't care. But you must understand what the angel revealed unto Daniel. Daniel had been praying for a certain amount of time. 21 days, if I'm not mistaken. Daniel was praying and calling on the Lord. And I'm sure after a certain amount of time, it appeared that God don't care. God don't know. God, God doesn't, he's not concerned about what I'm dealing with. I haven't gotten a word from God yet. Understand that we are battling, amen, spirits, amen. That want to block, amen, God's answer, amen. That wants to stop God's answer, amen, from getting to us, amen. And you'll find out that that angel showed up and that angel told Daniel, listen, from the moment, listen, you open up your mouth and you begin to call on the Lord. He said that the Lord heard your cry. He said, but the only problem is uh, it took me a while, amen, to get to you, amen, with your answer, amen, See, because there was a devil, amen, that was trying to block, amen, but guess what? We overcame that devil, amen, we're here to deliver your answer to you. We're here to give you the answer to your problem, amen. Can I tell you something? Somebody got to have a made of mind that I know who I'm up against, amen. But I, whether I'm up against whoever, amen. I know that God is going to come through. I know God is on his way. I know God is going to answer. I know God is going to remember me. I I know God is going to see all of the years that I prayed and all the years that I was faithful and God will come through. He's going to come through. He heard their groanings. The Bible says when he heard their groanings Exodus 2 Verse 24 tells us that when God heard the groaning of the people, he said God remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He remembered that he had entered in covenant with them. And he remembered what he had promised them. He remembered what he had told them. And because of this, you will find out that God begins to work on a way, a plan to bring his people out of bondage. Can I tell you something? That sometimes we have to wait, amen, a little while. God, you will find out that the promises of God doesn't come overnight, amen? And sometimes that because it doesn't come right away, you will find out that sometimes people will believe that God has forgotten about them and that they need to start working things out on their own. But understand that I don't need to start putting my two cents in it, amen? I don't need to start trying to work it out on my own. Amen. I need to just stand still and know that God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. If God said it, it's going to come to pass. I don't need to start trying to work it out on my own. You find out that sometimes we get up or we run out of patience because we don't want to wait on the Lord. But I got to learn how to patiently wait on the Lord and recognize that God said it's going to happen so I got to just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I got to keep my hands lifted. I got to keep my voice raised. I got to just realize God, I know you're coming through. I don't know when you're coming through but I know you're coming through so I'm going to stand here I'm going to keep coming to church I'm going to keep lifting up my hands I'm going to keep magnifying the name of the Lord I'm going to hold on to my faith God comes to Abraham and Sarah he tells them listen In your old age, you're going to have a son. And you'll find out that the Bible says that they laughed at the promise of God. That Sarah laughed in her heart. Yeah, right. Do you realize how old I am? I'm going to have a child. And the Lord asked them, why did you laugh? And here's the question that he asked them. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too hard for me to perform? Is there any sickness, amen, that I can't heal? Is there anything obstacle that I cannot move out of the way? and cause you to walk through on dry ground? Is there any situation that has risen up against you in your household that I can't fix? Is there any amount of finances, amen, that I can't meet the need. Somebody got to understand that there is nothing, amen, impossible with our God, amen. That, that it may be impossible with man, amen. But understand, we're not dealing with a man, amen. Understand that he is the creator of all, amen. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And there ain't no dollar, amen, that my God cannot meet and that he cannot take care of. You know what? Because the earth is the Lord. And the fullness thereof, And everything therein, That means that my God owns it all. Amen. He owns the cattle on the hill. Amen. So whatever I have need of. God is able to meet that need. He's able to meet it. God said listen. You're going to have a son in your old age. You'll find out that time went by. When God's promise was lying dormant in their lives. It hadn't happened yet, it hadn't come to pass yet. You'll find out that we always mess stuff up as we try to get involved in things and we try to, listen, we try to help God out like god needs some help god don't need no help from me he's been god for a very long time he knows what he is doing amen he knows when the right time is the right time amen let me let me just go ahead and explain something to us uh this morning because sometimes we get a little hasty amen we want it right away, amen? And God knows that it's not your time yet. You're not ready for that yet. You're not ready for the responsibility that comes with that yet. But you'll find out that we are very hasty, amen? And God knows what I need and when I need it. Can I tell you something? I want to just learn how to trust in the Lord. If God you're saying that I don't need that right now, then help me to understand that I don't need that right now, I might destroy it, amen. I might be destroyed by God. So help me to have some patience, Lord. Help me to wait on your perfect timing, Lord, where I won't lose in the process. God knows when I need it. God knows when it's the right time. He's always on time. Bible says that they came up with the idea. You know what Abraham? Sarah came up with the idea. How about you go and you lay with Hagar and we'll get our son that God promised us through that. And they did. He did. And you'll find out it backfired on them. Backfired because it was not in God's will. Can I tell you something? God's will and God's purpose will never come through carnal means. It will never come through carnal, carnal carnal ways. Amen. It will never come through a carnal deed. Amen. But understand that God, listen, knows exactly. Amen. What I need. Amen. And God knows how to give it to me. Amen. God knows who needs to be in my life and God knows who don't need to be in my life. Amen. God knows if the wrong person is in my life, they may pull me out of church. Amen. They may turn my heart away from God. Amen. And so God, listen, God don't need me to help him out. Amen. God knows exactly what he is doing. Amen. Can I tell you, I want to just stand on the principle of God's word this morning. God knows I don't want to lose my God. God knows I don't want my heart to be turned away from my God. As I recognize that I never get anything. If I never get anybody, amen, I got the greatest one of all, amen. There ain't nobody that comes closer to Jesus Christ, amen. He is a friend, amen, at all times. He is a friend that's sticketh closer than any brother, amen. He is a confidant. When I need it. Cause the chances are I'ma mess up some stuff. I'ma open myself up to all the wrong people. In hoping that this is God's will. And this is God's plan. And God said, you know what? I don't accept that. He didn't accept ishmael he said no that's not that wasn't my will that wasn't my purpose that wasn't my promise to you but this and there was a day when god remembered there was a day when god visited them and god opened up sarah's womb and god brought forth His promise. You'll find out that sometimes it takes a while. But if God said it, it will happen. They were here for over 400 years in bondage. And after that time, God visits them. God raises up a deliverer by the name of Moses to go And tell Pharaoh and to confront Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go. You'll find out that Pharaoh did not want to do it, but how many know that God is able to bring the adversary to his knees? How many know that God is able to break the grip of the enemy? He's able to break the of the adversary and God is able to cause you to walk through a walk out with your hands lifted shackled free chain free God is able to open up the prison doors can I tell you this morning, we are serving a God, amen, that his promises, amen, they are true, amen, and they were not fail, amen. Whatever God has promised you, amen, I dare you to grab hold of it this morning and have a made up mind. I know I've been waiting a while. I know I've been praying for a while, but I believe that God knows me. I believe that God sees where I am. I don't believe that God has forgotten about me. But I believe that God is mindful of me and I believe that God is going to come through on my behalf. I wish somebody would just go ahead and proclaim it. Amen. We're this morning that I believe what the word of the Lord is saying. I believe what you're saying about me. I believe what you're saying about my family. Lord, if you say we can be delivered, I believe we and be delivered. If you said that you're a healer, I believe that you're a healer and I'm grabbing a hold of your promises. Grabbing a hold of your promises. I believe what you're saying. I believe that You haven't forgotten about me. I believe that you are mindful of the hardship and the pain and the agony that I have to endure, that I'm going through. I believe that you are mindful of the storm that is raging in my heart. That is causing me at times to be a little bit unstable and unsettled. I believe you are mindful of it, Lord. You will find out that the people of God, amen, in the book of Lamentations, Jeremiah is crying out. He is weeping because God's people, amen, after warning, after warning, did not take heed to the word of the Lord. You will find out that they find themselves in Babylon, held captive. And you will find out that Jeremiah is weeping. He is crying out because of the situation that the people of God are in and how the enemy has destroyed Jerusalem. And he is weeping. He is crying. He is is pleading with God. And you will find out that somewhere in that book, amen, that Jeremiah was able to remember that it's despite all of this, he said that I still got hope. And he began to proclaim, listen, that we are not consumed. Amen. That it's because of God's mercies that we are not consumed. And he said that his compassions fail not. He said, for they are new every morning. And then he said, great is thy faithfulness. He was saying, Lord, I know we're here, but you're not going to leave us here. We know God. There's going to come a time where you are going to bring us out of this. Why? Because you are a faithful God. In your compassion they do not fail. Can I tell you this morning that we are in the presence of a faithful God that loves you and that cares about you. I know the devil is saying it's all over. You might as well lose hope. You might as well give up. But I come to encourage someone in the this morning. Hold on to the Lord. Hold on to his word. Hold on to his promises. For they are true. And he will not forget you. He will remember. He will see. and He will be mindful. That's what that word remember means. It means to be mindful of. It means to keep in memory. You'll find out that David was amazed, amen, at God and what God was saying about him and how that God was providing and taking care of. And he said that what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him. When you recognize, Amen, that you're really not that much, Amen, and you we're really not worth that much, Amen, but there is a God that, listen, feels a certain kind of way about us, Amen. If people could just understand how God feels about you and how concerned God is for you and how much God loves us. It is hard to comprehend at some times that God would want to be involved with someone like me. That God would want to hear from someone like me in the fact that God loves me so much that he keeps me covered on every side. Amen. That he keeps food on the table. He keeps a roof over our heads. He holds us together. I want you to know that there's a God that loves you more than you could possibly know. There's a God that thinks about you more than we think about ourselves. More than we think about our own well-being. There's a God that loves us so much. God loves you. We're not here. Just for any old reason, there's a God that cares about us enough to say, "Get up, go to the house of the Lord. I got a word tailored just for you. Got a word with your name on I got a message for you with your name on it, and it's going to help you to understand that I ain't forgotten. I know things are coming apart at the seams. I know it seems like all is lost. I know it appears that it's not going to get any better. I know that it looks like that it's all for nothing. But I got a word for you to help you to understand that my eye is on you and that I love you and that I am concerned about you I'm concerned about your household. I am concerned about your well-being. I am concerned about what you are dealing with and what you are going through. I haven't forgotten what I promised you. I haven't forgotten what I told you. I know I told you that, listen, if you would do it by uh, according to my word, that I would be a father. I would be a friend. I would be a provider. I would be your Healer, and I know sometimes it appears or it seems like I've forgotten about you, but I got a word to remind you that you are on my mind, that I haven't left you. What God is trying to help us understand is that you are ever before me. God wants to stop the chaos. God wants to put an end to the bleeding. God wants to stop the heartache and disappointments and let down that people put themselves through time and time again in search for love and search for companionship. And all there is is disappointment. All there is is another heartbreak. All there is is another letdown. And God is trying to save people from that. God is trying his best to show that I have your well-being in mind. I want to pick you up and I want to build your life back up. Amen. That that situation left your life in ruins and in ashes. And God is saying, listen, I got a word that will build you back up. I got a place that you can go. Amen. That will build you back up. I got my spirit. Amen. That is able to restore the years. Amen. Amen. That has been taken from you. Amen. The years that have been robbed. That you have been robbed of. My spirit and my word. Is able and my plan. Is able to restore. That into your life. I'm talking about years. That people have robbed you. And hurt you. And left you broken. My word and my promise. Amen. And my plan is able to restore that. Jerusalem laid waste for a long time. But you will find out that in the book of Nehemiah, you will see a God that is at work to rebuild things and to restore that which laid in ashes, that which laid in ruins. And he takes a young man by the name of Nehemiah And he sends Nehemiah, amen, back to Jerusalem to rebuild the walls that had been burnt down and to restore the law, to restore God's word amongst his people. You will find out that Nehemiah went back. And when he got back, he got with the elders, amen, amen. And he told them about what the Lord had laid upon his heart. Amen. And what he was there to do. And the elders were behind him. The Bible says that Nehemiah began to rebuild the walls. To begin to restore some things. Amen. And to put some things in order. Understand that God's promise will bring order to my life. Amen. God's promise will rebuild some things, amen. A lot of times our lives are out of order and they are chaotic, amen. But God steps in and God says, it's time to put it in to the confusion and the dysfunction. And God does his best to restore order in our lives. You'll find out that Nehemiah, he said, listen, God sent me back. For the welfare of the people. But there were those that did not like, amen, that I was there for the welfare of the people. Can I tell you, the devil don't like what God is trying to do in your life. He don't like what the Lord is trying to accomplish in your children's life and in your family's life in any way he can mess it up amen he does his best amen if it's by causing all kinds of confusion and dysfunction he will do it can I tell you this morning we gotta have a made up mind amen that we're gonna stand up and look the devil in the eye and let the devil know I believe every word the Lord is saying and I know you're just trying to get me to turn my back on the Lord in the plan of the Lord. I know they're just trying to get me to cast away. My confidence was how great work of reward. But I got a made up mind. I'm holding on to my faith. I got a made up mind. I'm holding on to the word of the Lord. I got a made up mind. There has it hasn't happened. I believe it's gonna come to pass. I believe it's on its way. I believe God is gonna come through for me. And the Lord rebuilt that wall as He worked through Nehemiah and used Ezra to restore the law amongst the people. I'm talking about a God that remembers. His promise. All throughout the New Testament as Jesus came to establish and to build that new covenant, you will find out that the Lord would begin to, in so many different times, he would begin to call out to people. And he would begin to cry out to them. You'll find out that in the book of Matthew that he begins to tell them to Come unto me, all ye that labor and that are heavy laden. He said, and I will give you rest. Now, that rest that he is speaking of there, God is not saying that I will cause you to sit back and to prop up your feet, amen, and to begin to relax, amen, where you will rest from physical labor. That's not the labor he is talking about. God is referring to the soul of the man and woman. God understands what is going on inside of us. God understands the weary soul, amen, that is tired, amen, of the things that are bought to bear in this life and in this flesh, amen. There are things, amen, that we have to endure in this life, amen. Because of the curse of sin, amen. There are sicknesses, amen that attack our body, amen, that we cannot do anything about, amen, and you'll find out that sometimes that weighs heavy on a person, or it weighs heavy on a loved one, amen, and it calls a person, amen, to be weary in their spirits, amen, the fact that you have to take care of loved ones, amen, amen. Though we take pleasure, amen, in doing it, you'll find out that there is a weight that comes with it, amen, as you don't know what tomorrow holds, amen, you don't know what kind of changes they could possibly make on the job, amen, and so there are a whole lot of things that are about to bear, amen, that causes one to be weary in their souls, and here the Lord is saying, come unto me all ye that labor and that are heavy laden. He said, and I will give you rest. He said, and it will be a rest for your soul. You'll find out that Isaiah, amen, he begins to tell us, amen, that the Lord, he will speak to this people, amen, with another tongue, amen, and that it would be a rest, amen, that will cause the weary to rest. You'll find out in John 7, amen, the Lord, the day of that great feast, the Lord begins to cry out, and he begins to say, come to me, all ye that thirst. He said, he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water, well. The Bible says that he was talking about the Holy Ghost. Amen. Can I tell you this morning, there's a promise to us all. Amen. And that promise is that we can have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is what we need for Weary souls, the Holy Ghost is what we need for our thirsty souls. Can I remind us that there's a promise greater than the promise of the gift of the Holy Ghost? And you can get it this morning if you will come and lift up your hands and lift up your voice and call on the Lord. He tells them. He said, go. Tarry in Jerusalem. Wait till you are it with power from on high until you receive the promise of the Father. And in the book of Acts, we find that those listen, Bible says that when he told that and he spoke that he was speaking to approximately 500 people. Scripture teaches that when he appeared but you will find out that somewhere down the line that those individuals that didn't show up in the upper room didn't believe that he would perform what he was saying. And so it caused them to do other things, and to get involved with other things. But the 120 went to the upper room. And the Bible says that while they are waiting, they're not sitting there, amen, twirling their thumbs. They're not sitting there talking, amen. They're not there to socialize. The Bible says that they are praying. They are seeking the face of the Lord. And they had been there for a certain amount of days, amen, amen waiting, anticipating. He said that we would be endued, amen, with power from on high. He told us that after the Holy Ghost would come upon us, that we would be witnesses, amen, in Jerusalem and Judea and in Samaria and in the uttermost parts of the earth. He told us this. He promised us this. He has promised us that we listen, that he would give us power, amen, to tread upon serpents, to tread upon scorpions, power over all the power of the enemy, amen. He promised us this, and the Bible says that they were there, amen. You don't read about them, amen, getting up and leaving after three days, amen, because it hadn't happened yet, but they were there. They were steady praying. They were steady fasting. They were steady calling upon the Lord. They were united as one, amen, as one voice, amen. They were crying out to the Lord for days on on top of days. But the Bible says that there was a day, amen, where he fulfilled. Filled his promise, amen. And the Bible says that on the day of Pentecost, amen. That the Bible says that the Spirit came in as a rushing mighty wind, amen. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as a fire in a set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost as the Spirit gave them utterance. Can I tell you that we're serving God that he holds to his promise. He has it forgotten. Amen. And he will accomplish it. He will perform it. He will do it. I don't know about anybody else, but I come to lift up my hands and lift up my voice and say, Lord, I believe I believe what your word is saying. I believe you're going to fulfill it. I believe you're going to feel me. I believe you're going to accomplish it, God. Let us stand this morning. I'm talking about a God that remembers his promises. God that is mindful of us. He knows our hurt. He knows our troubles. He knows all about it. Job, I know you think that God has forgotten you. I know you think that all you're going through, God doesn't Understand he doesn't see it. But there was a time that God revisited Job. and There was a time where God gave him double, amen, for everything that he went through. God didn't just restore what he lost. God gave him more on top of it. God restored his health. I'm talking about a God that remembers us. A God that remembers his promise to us. A God that is not a liar. He doesn't, it's not in him, amen? It is not in him to tell us something that is not true. Everything that he has spoken concerning us, concerning our families, that God will fulfill it, and that God will perform it. He says, I know my thoughts towards you. The question is, do I know how he feels about me? Do I know his thoughts towards me? You'll find out that some will cause us to believe that the Lord is just ready to rain down judgment. That the Lord is just ready to destroy. Understand. Understand. There will come a time where God will judge. But understand, God would much rather have mercy than judge. But I must take advantage of that day, that time of mercy. I must take advantage of that day and that time of grace, amen, where I can come before the Lord, amen, and I can get things in line with God's word because you will find out. That God was showing mercy, amen, to Israel. After every prophet, after every prophet that he sent, it was a sign of God's mercy, amen. But Israel had a dull ear, amen, to the word of the Lord. Can I tell you, I want to take advantage of this time of grace. I want to take advantage of this day of mercy and I want to come before the Lord and I want to let the Lord know I believe what your word is saying and I'm here to Receive, Lord, what you have for me. I believe you have a better way of living for me, Lord. I believe that the Holy Ghost is my Lord. So I'm going to claim in faith this morning. I'm going to come to an altar. I'm going to lift up my hands. I'm going to lift up my voice and allow you to feel my heart. He's not slack concerning. His promises as some men like this. If God said it, God will do it. If God promised you that he would hold the family together, he's gonna to hold it together. If God promised you that he's gonna heal your body. He's going to do it. What I must see is what God already knows. Up there, it's already done. That's why the scripture tells us that we are to pray your kingdom will come. That your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, in heaven, it's already been done. I just gotta pull down from heaven. I gotta pull it down here, amen. I gotta pull that healing down to where I am, amen. God's already got it worked out up there, amen. I just gotta go ahead and grab a hold of it by faith. And know that God, every word that God is saying, that not that He will perform it. It's already done. And so I just gotta go ahead and live that way. I gotta go ahead and just speak it. I'm already healed. It's already done. Amen. I already got that blessing. I already got that finances is worked out. God. you've come in this morning believing that the Lord has forgotten all about you. Believing that the Lord is not concerned about you or your loved ones. He's not concerned about what you have to face day after day. And what you're up against. Maybe you've started to doubt whether God's really a healer or not. Maybe you've started to doubt whether God really knows your name or not. And you'll find out that that's not a new thing. Job had a moment where he said, I can't feel God nowhere. Where are you, Lord? I go to the left, you're not there. I turn to the right, you're not there. I move forward, you're not there. I move back, you're not there. Job is saying, in the midst of all of my problems, God is nowhere to be found. I'm going through all of this, and I can't find God. I can't even feel God. I want you to know, He he is there. Somebody said, he is there. he is there. That though you may be walking through the valley of the shadow of death, the psalmist said, listen, I will not fear, for thou art with me. You must know that He is with you. You must know that He is mindful of you. You must know that He loves you enough to tell you how concerned he is about you. And the Lord remembered them. They cried out. And God heard their groans. And he remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I wonder if there's some people that want to come down to the altar this morning and ask the Lord to remember the promise that you made to us. Remember, Lord, everything that you've told us, God, through your word. I need you to remember us, Lord. I need you to remember my family, Lord. I need you to remember, Lord, that promise, Lord, that you've given us, Lord, years ago, God. I need you to remember us, Lord. We're going through so much, God. Trouble is on every side, Lord. And God, I need you. To remember, Lord, I need you to hold true to your promises, Lord. Lord, like you said I would turn my
1: heart unto you, Lord.
0: You said, Lord, if you would do it according to your word and according to your will, God, that you would hold it all together, Jesus. Lord, that you would be a provider, that you would be a healer, that you would be a protector, Lord. There are things that have risen up to God. God, test our faith, Lord. Oh Lord Jesus, and we're here calling out to you. We're here crying out to you. Come on somebody, cry out to the Lord this morning. God, we need your Jesus. We need your love to look down upon us. We need your Lord to the we need our Lord to love to work it out. We will always Lord. We have been a very trial, Lord, but we're we, we will not be destroyed, Lord, because you're with us, Lord. We'll come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands and worship the Lord. Worship we'll Jesus. He won't oh, give oh, up Jesus. on you. We